0: Yo, what's up? It is only Thursday today. We have some fun announcements to make in the beginning, but we're also going to talk about prices below MSRP, Genesis getting in the home energy business, and salespeople versus sales AI. Let's go. Kyle, you who said something super funny. I, mean, I thought it was super <laughs> funny. <laughs> Basically, Kyle and I just amuse each other all day long. That's what we actually do. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: an with excuse AI. to try and outwit each other. Yeah, That's all our days. So, day so is. To talk
0: about <laughs> your, your, there's a certain name that people might have that are just a little disappointed these days. What's
1: the Yeah, name? so <laughs> so it's it's a name that kind of the kind of if you look at it a little bit too closely you capitalized or it's anything a like name. that. <laughs> AI quickly becomes owl. These all the owls of the world which we have an owl on our
0: team. Yeah, we do.
1: It, it must feel painful to be like sales people versus owl if you read it
0: right and the reason it's oh. al already is because they don't want to be albert right, right. like like i want to do al i don't want to do albert i don't want to do albert i want to do al do albert. so do albert. i'm just going to do it's al me, but
1: now i'm ai i don't know
0: how to do my name i'm going all everything, caps everything all caps if go it's me it's all caps i'm all caps al from this point forward all caps al <laughs> don't there confuse me with the ai guy um <laughs> hey we we have a a fun release that's coming next is it ah, next week 17th go. Mid next week, we are going to release some info, some tickets, and some sponsorship prospectus for a SoduCon. Like, it's been locked, and locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Paul, should we give him a sneak peek? Oh, well, there it is. Peek. Okay, if oh, you're watching, no. if you're just listening, you don't see it, but if you're watching... There's the design aesthetic for SodaCon 2023, our designer, Ron, who happens to hold a very high position in another company you totally recognize, did all of our design last year, did it again this year. SodaCon 2023, collaboration critical, is coming in so hot starting next week. Um, It's going to be in Baltimore in the last week of September, so circle that week on your calendar. We need you to join us there. It's going to be two full days with a little evening thing the night before. Baltimore, it's so easy to get in and out of, and the venue is only like a few miles from the airport. So again, we're trying to give you that like land and be with your people within like less than 10 minutes. Bam. None it's of this. Get off the train, get off the plane, drive an I'm hour so and a half excited. in traffic. Cause you're in a major Metro. Like I love None the major that. metros. I grew up in one, but I hate your traffic so bad so bad so bad so bad so look please. at that the
1: comments coming in people like daniel grecklick is is excited here we go let's go i can't wait are. to launch the full like the site's getting developed in the background oh if you go to a you're just gonna see a little like a little stuff so just hang tight oh but we, we need to talk about the
0: other thing so oh. we, and, and we've had some conversations with um <laughs> i was gonna say steve jobs no, no. If we had conversations with Steve Jobs, I literally right now cannot remember the CEO of Apple, Tim Cook. Tim Cook. <laughs> That's one my bad. So we've been having some conversations with Tim Cook, kind of indirectly through the App Store, because there's going to be—I <laughs> know it's many steps removed, but it's within within the next month or two, if you search asodu on the App Store, guess what? There's going to be an Asodocon app legit app hey, on the apple store have um, all the cool things up in there oh man all everybody's the saying hi ready. this morning jason harris dropping in what's, what's up, up dude we got brian in here nathaniel brian ortega we oh, got two brian's two brian's in one show we're gonna do that two all right all right all right let's talk about some news that's what people really want to know i guess um <laughs> okay okay for the first time in nearly two years new vehicle prices have dropped below the msrp for the first time in two years, according to Kay- Kelly Blue Book oh. data, uh, as consumers have more choice, they're getting better deals, they're saying. So luxury vehicles continue to go over MSRP. Non-luxury vehicles are now dropping below. The overall balance of all of that means the average price of a new vehicle is now below MSRP. Uh, the average transaction wow. price declined 1.1% uh, from March or in March to $48,008, uh, from February's $48,558. However. March prices are still 3.8% higher than they were a year ago. So, it's overall, just like
1: the roller coaster Kinga Ka. King, that's right. The biggest <laughs> And you have to go back and watch the monologue from <laughs> from, the, from the live tonight to understand that little that little jab. Hey, look, Everybody in the industry knows that prices are starting to decline. People are getting more aggressive. And if you're paying attention to the news, you know that even eggs dropped 10.9% last month. So everything's a little bit on a decline from a retail pricing side of things. Um, So I think we're going to continue to see that trend. as Inventory rises. It'll still be hard to to find used cars. Um, But hey, they're below MSRP for the first time.
0: Who would have thought? I know it. Yeah, I would have thought, which means... Incentives. We've been talking about incentives, right? Especially if you're like Stellantis dealer, inventory's ramping up. Yep. Incentives are coming back. We actually asked uh, Chris Christopher Singleton on the live tonight show what he thought about that because they have so, some Stellantis dealers, and and he had an interesting perspective because he said, you know, he goes, "I'm an advocate of whatever is good for the consumer," and mm-hmm. in a time when pricing is so high, if there's now some money on the hood. Right, where they can get a, get a better deal on a vehicle they've been waiting for and needed. He goes, it's it's hard to be against that. So I was like, I appreciate that perspective. I appreciate that. <sighs> oh
1: like, that, spe- w- that yeah,
0: works. It does work. Speaking of things that maybe work, I think Stop. I think it'll work. Sigway. I would trust them. I would trust them. So yesterday in a press release, Genesis, so Hyundai Genesis introduced its own Tesla-inspired home energy solution, complete with electric vehicle charging, solar panels and battery energy storage in the home. Uh, The all-in-one basically also offers personalized support where you have a dedicated home energy advisor that will help get you the right fit and the right system. Here's a quote from the press release. Um, Genesis home is an end to end mobility solution. Both lowers barriers to EV adoption while simultaneously providing a seamless solution for our discerning clients to generate. And that's how they say that our discerning clients and <laughs> store dependable, clean electric power to harness their home energy to charge their electric vehicle. Said Clark, uh, Claudio Marquez, chief operating officer of Genesis, Genesis North America. And, uh, <laughs> Then I had to pull a little comment out of the comment section so of the electric good. article little- that said, copy <laughs> the part where they offer home storage and solar, but don't copy the part where they take forever to do the install and have terrible customer service. So obviously that's who yeah. that has a little experience.
1: A little experience with the Tesla side of things. You know, this is we're going to see more and more manufacturers go deeper into all of the things that connect to the electric vehicle needs and i think they're going to they're going to mirror tesla they're going to mirror software as a service they're going to mirror all of these revenue op- revenue opportunities and if it's an indication of what any retailer Anyone that's thinking about a product set past their, their their primary product set should do is look at the things that are closely aligned with what you're already doing, where you can tap into new revenue opportunities that also serve the customer. And this is, this is one of those examples of it. Um, so when you think about, hey, we got to get this vehicle charged, boom, solar panels, energy storage, very easy walk from a revenue perspective. And it's that like one place to go for everything, solve all your problems as a consumer. And especially for a brand like Genesis mm-hmm. that's in the luxury segment, that's what those customers expect. Yeah. So when when you're thinking luxury, when you're thinking consumer experience, thinking adjacent revenue opportunities to serve customers is a really, really solid mindset.
0: You know, we were in to that same topic of like, how can you help solve the whole ecosystem issue um, or at least serve the customer through this transition? And like, people have questions. You know, we've seen dealers who actually stock like just some home charging outlets, right? Like some of those 240 volt, you know, so they can see it in place. Hey, you want this in, installed in your home? Have partnerships with local installers so then you yep. can connect. The the purchaser with a home energy advisor, even just like an electrician who you have a relationship with. And I think that that's a really basic level. Anyone who sells an EV should do that, right? Like have a little setup in your showroom where you're like, this is what it looks like in your house. This is how you plug it in. This is the price. Have an
1: EV day where you bring in an electrician, you bring in a home energy advisor, you bring in the OEM, you bring, bring in, in your cookies, advisor, right? right? Yeah. Like, bring in a little cookie, little, little, little thing, have a little event around it and start creating, be, be the
0: resource right we're going to say we're going to keep saying that i mean obviously genesis taking a big swing in and, and look hyundai is one of the, the largest companies in the world if you not just the auto manufacturer but like the industrial and the development side i trust that they're going to do a good job with this but yeah. the reality is like this kind of system is going to cost like 150 grand right you need the solar panels and you need right so limited market availability you know but yep. it makes sense for the uh, luxury customer. market still.
1: high income for yep. sure
0: but for i sure. mean like the, the other stuff like get in the game there's there's literally no excuse for any dealer who sells an ev to not at least be in the entry level game no yep. excuse well i was going to say speaking of no excuses speaking no, of the entry level game. oh okay we'll go with that one Ooh. that was a much better Ooh. One. much better one Ooh. <laughs>
1: Hey, as the likely ba- ba- epic battle of humans versus Al, I going. mean AI oh, no, in the workspace, <laughs> get going. One company outsources human sales reps for retail products, feel the conversation rate. Check this out, Ever, I'm gonna slow this down. Conversion rate. Conversation, conversion, conversion rate, sorry. Let's sorry. When someone talks to a human as opposed to an AI rises from one to 3% to 10 to 25%.
0: That's it's a major difference.
1: <laughs> a major difference when you t- uh, like right now. If Matt Lasher listens to this episode, he's doing c- like running circles in his home. Um, basically, what That's happens easy. uh, from feel is when a customer asks a question, uh, a, the a, a rep featured in the ar- article, Brooklyn Castro, says she takes one on one video calls from her home and makes sure the difference is known right away. She says, I have to reiterate, hey, I'm a human, my name is Brooklyn. And I am real I love it uh, says <laughs> says, uh, says Brooklyn um, feel is training bots to replace humans with co- their uh, their um, co-founder and chief executive um, basically like they're they're trying to battle this like how much human input how much AI input do we have if, with our communication with our customers um, so it, it it's so, man, so, so it's here a it is. challenging battle Feel you know?
0: feel has a company where they're like hey the human element matters. And yep. the data says it matters a lot. Like some of the examples in this article, you should go check it out. Like the full article, it talks about like selling. One of the things was like, um, like a baby monitor, right? Yep. And just like, think of the empathy when you're like, oh, is this monitor going to be good? Like, cause it basically monitors the baby's Absolutely. breathing and like whether they rolled over or not, all that things do that. And you just think of the empathy of a human and talk you through the process. Even think about it from the car business, Right. There Absolutely. is a level of like, I don't want a bot. And the the further you go in a conversation, literally the more bot like it typically becomes, right? Yep. But when there's yep. and any- And you
1: can recognize like, hey, this person isn't actually listening or this thing isn't actually listening. Um, right. Especially if there's any sort of like human context that it has to understand.
0: <laughs> that's that's legit, right. right? Especially on a video call. I mean, like how do you even do that? And so the, yeah. the company feel is, tell so Brian Ortega with the comment, Al or Hal? <laughs> Ah, oh, I see what, what he did there. there. I see so, what he did. So basically, there. if you think about it, the company is actually still trying to train AI bots, and says it would be stupid to keep paying humans. Um, but an, an interesting turn. So there's a group of researchers, or researchers that um, actually Steve Wozniak, speaking of Apple executives, co-founder of Apple, they're asking questions: Should we automate away all the jobs, even including the fulfilling ones? I was like, that's a pretty awesome question to ask as humans. Right. Cause it's not just all about efficiency. It's about fulfillment. Like we would all agree that in order to thrive in a life as a human, society, you need right? to experience a sense of fulfillment and like work is good for people. It is like, you look at what happens when someone doesn't have work, right? And oh, they yeah. get depressed and they get, their Absolutely. life starts to fall apart. Even, even if they have like a full life of leisure, like people who pursue that often end up very sad right because work well, is- and and I think it's interesting that it's not just these res- these researchers
1: but like they're, they're as as early as le- late last week a bunch of tech entrepreneurs including people like Elon Musk have said hey look we got to throw some reins on this AI movement who was part um, of
0: inventing but- chat gpt or exactly. open AI. Yeah. or
1: first- a major investor yeah. right in in early in right. in. um in, in that company. So, you know, I think that there's, there's just a healthy level of discourse on how much or how little, uh, to integrate this, the CEO of, uh, of OpenAI, uh, the chat GPT founder, Sam Altman, um, basically said, Hey, I recognize the potential of it to impact careers. And then he came out with the, kind of a, an interesting kind of Hey, let's go this way. Uh, <laughs> he said he wanted to suggest government funded universal basic income as a possible
0: solution, which is, uh, this goes you back know. to my last point. Yeah, that exactly. Kyle, Fulfillment. It's right. It's why communism doesn't work.
1: <laughs>
0: We're going to get in so much trouble this podcast, that, but let me just boom, say this. We've been pulling, pull trouble, full <laughs> troublemaker this week. We've
1: been pulling all Look, the stuff. If I'm digging two
0: ditches a day and you're digging one ditch a day. And we're getting the same amount of money. Are you going to ever aspire to dig two ditches a day? No, <laughs> no my two ditches is going to start to look terrible. I'm going to start digging one oh, either man. way, but it's a major man, conversation. I, this is
1: wild. But like we, my, my family and I watched the the movie WALL-E and I know that this is like, and, and <laughs> dude,
0: I thought the exact same thing. I was like, this nope. is how B and L happens.
1: That, it's, it's like uh, this, this, it, the question, like, that's the, that's the like long example Of this, right? If you've ever seen the movie and people just kind of like riding around on carts with screens in front of their faces and robots doing everything, that's a very long, like far pushed out example. But the thought remains, and I think that uh, these companies are starting to try and grab, you know, wrestle with the idea of how much AI interaction and 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 communication or even like replacement of of human jobs. Is healthy, and how much human job nature do we need in order to be successful? Help people feel fulfilled, because the other end of that is feeling fulfilled also leads to purchasing behavior on the other side. So it's it's it it's really not just the job around. side; it's the retail side of commerce. Oh, man. Um, so, it, so this yeah.
0: this this story actually surprisingly can get very very deep in the practical yeah. and philosophical pursuits of all humankind. Which is the only really thing we're talking about. All humankind here on the Automotive <laughs> yeah. Troublemaker. Uh, to close that article out, Brittany Arnold, uh, another rep for that company, Feel. She sells fashion and home goods to, uh, for retail clients. And she says, humans crave other humans. And I think that interaction is always going to be something that AI will never come close to. I helped a lady mourn the death of of her service dog the other day. So, I mean, and you think of all the stories that walk through a dealership door on a regular basis or walk into the finance office on a regular basis, and those people don't need the direct answer, and that's it. They need compassion, they need empathy, and they need somebody who puts them in in a spot that they can actually succeed, not just taillights over the curb right like for that point forward and that's what we're send really them doing to in it, this Paul. industry send them to it that's what we're doing in this industry that's why we're making a TV series called more than cars because it's so much more than cars get out there do more than cars today and we'll see you around tomorrow